Welcome, Welcome to Delayed, to delayed effect. effect. You, it's yes, you're shit, One. dude. Fucking two. <laughs> yeah. Three. Yeah, that's what comes after two. It sure does. Four. <laughs> uh, holy fuck, everybody. Welcome back to Delayed Effect, episode number 20. I'm your host, Ist with the most, Ist. The fella named Packy, joined by a certain <laughs> Texan. Yeah, I'm Zach. <laughs> Once again, for the third time on this beloved podcast of mine. Oh yeah, that's true. Third time. But this Two... is the first time you've joined as my boss. As your boss? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. My pod boss. Speaking of, while we're just speaking of that, uh, if you could go into your show and edit it to where it has the... The two arrows pointing to the right and then followed by Blodpod's network in the title. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, I noticed that today. It's not there. Where? Uh, like when, on your podcast, like when you look it up on iTunes, like if you'll notice all the other ones. Well, not not Podblock because they refuse to fucking do anything I say. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you can be like them if you want, but I wouldn't well, recommend from it. Super not Texas. So, uh, yeah. so if you look at all of the ones that are at least have something to do with the cat, if you don't shut the fuck up, you will be boiled tonight. Um, <laughs> He's gonna be shoes. There's a uh, if you look at like Tuver, just Zach, down the bunny hole, even back to the lobby. Uh, what else is there? Blodcast. They all say the name of the podcast, and they have the arrows pointing twice oh, to the right, and then it do. says Blodpods Network. How do I do that? <laughs> we can talk about that later. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea. So thank you for having me on your show for the third time. Thank you for putting my show on your network. No, uh, that was easy. For the second time. Yeah, that required that required nothing. I'm pretty easy like that. Uh, yeah, well, not really. There's some people I wouldn't put on there. Like who? Um, I won't mention any names because I'm just I'm not <laughs> good of a guy. But uh, <clears throat> they they are on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with uh, what rhymes with S? The letter S. Um, Ness. Okay, the the, the you could the, so the name of the network rhymes with T S network. <laughs> Sorry, T T it rhymes with T, and then S is just the same. T Ness, T Ness, the T Ness uh, network. Yeah, those T-Ness. people can suck a dick. The people that charge you to be to be a part of their network, those people, anybody that oh. charges you to be a part of their network, uh, could suck a dick. Yeah, I mean, unless they're into that, then they can eat a pussy. What if they're into both? then they can fuck a goat i don't know <laughs> that's illegal so if they're into that they need to keep that to themselves that's true but sodomy was illegal in texas i think it still is we mentioned this earlier we already recorded an episode today of a different podcast yeah. which podcast is that down the bunny hole with oh, packy and zach one. i'm glad we don't say packy and zachy that'd be so fucking gay people have said that before well they need to quit me they need to stop or they'll be fired from this planet it makes me want to insert things into their face that are not my penis Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I record this is one, two, th- this will be the third one I've done today, and I was going to do a fourth, but I think I'm going to do that tomorrow, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow as well. So The third gonna... one? What was the first one? Um, Down the bunny hole, and then That's right. what back was to the, the lobby. First one? Down the bunny hole was the first one I did. I know, what was the second one? <laughs> back to the lobby. You said what, what was, was the first one twice. I know, what was the third one? This one. What was the first one? I'm not doing this. <laughs> Serious inquiries only. Fair enough. Tell me about back to the lobby, would you? For uh, those that don't know, don't we tell basically me. Basically, just go tell back to the lobby. <laughs> oh, we, okay. you know, we just—it's our—it's it's, we were orphaned as children, and that's where they left us. So we returned back to <laughs> the to the lobby. Any lobby really works. It's kind of cool in that way. Um, no, <laughs> it's adopted a, by the movie theater. Yeah, basically, I feel like cinema is my father. Um, That's cool. We, uh, my friend Ron, who I, I met working at a company uh, that rhymes with Broger, mm-hmm. 
a long time ago, five or six years ago, which is a long time ago, a long time ago in the state of Texas, uh, in College Station. That's where we met, and uh, we uh, I re- reached out to him about. Uh, actually, he reached out to me. I think the the plural of or like the past sense of reach should be wrought. Like I wrought, like sought, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wrought out to me, and <laughs> uh, and a, you know, we were, he asked me what I thought about Star Wars, and we talked about it. And I was like, hey, we could totally talk about this on a podcast, and we did. And it was a lot of fun, so he decided he would like to do more podcasts. I hope that's my cat screaming. I don't know what that is, if not. Um, what podcast was it? That we did? Yeah. It was just Zach. That's the one. That's the one. We did just Zach, my, my podcast. And plug, plug, plug. Uh, we uh, re- we talked about Star Wars The Force Awakens. And after that, we both had a lot of fun. So we decided we'd do another, we, we would try to do a, a monthly movie review podcast where we would either go see a movie or you know watch something that was that just came out with like in the past year or so and um the first movie we did aside from the star wars one uh, officially is uh the hateful eight which is out now at lobby.vlogpods.com that's a good episode apparently i haven't listened yet but I yeah know I mean, it's a good it's, movie and... eh, is it though <laughs> i liked it well we didn't oh okay it was okay i enjoyed it but i mean it was like fucking three hours long for no one no fucking reason it did not need to be three hours long it, that for acts one and two you'll hear this if you listen acts one and two were uh, unnecessarily long three was the only act worth watching because of everybody's violent tendencies and uh uh-huh. yeah i just didn't i wasn't feeling it but you guys can check it out on, on and then see if you agree with our review at lobby.blodpods.com there's only one episode so you don't have to worry about which episode it is. it's also titled the hateful eight for those who can't put two and two together i'm gonna listen but clearly i already don't agree with it yeah we didn't we agree with star wars we talked a little bit a little bit about star wars on there as well so because mm-hmm. he went back to see it again and i think the next movie is going to be straight out of compton because i watched that yesterday and oh, he's cool. going to watch it and a fun fact about ron is he is actually from compton the california one the one and only i mean maybe there's other Comptons i don't know but the one that's the I only one i know other ones, oh fuck them they don't count they don't because they're not straight out of anything when i when i they're gay out of it. Yeah, when we were in College Station, when we worked at Broger, I don't even remember how the conversation of gunshots came up, but Ron was like, where I'm from, when you hear gunshots, you you hit the ground, count to 30, and then you get up and run. And we were like, where the fuck are you from that that's a thing? And he's like, Compton? <laughs> we're like, no, you're not, Ron, you're not. And you never met Ron, but Ron is a he's a ginger but he's also like dresses like a, like more texan than any of us so like we don't he wears a cowboy hat and boots and all that shit and we didn't even know he wasn't from texas until he told us he was born in california and uh yeah i kind of spent some time growing up in compton apparently and uh, i thought that was really just a weird thing and uh so next naturally you know our next movie will be straight out of compton which is, is a very a, good movie is he a weasley no no weasley oh damn and he's not weasley either that's good. He doesn't yeah. sound like he sounds no, like a cool dude. He's a pretty cool dude. He's uh he's in the finance. He does something with finance. I don't know exactly. I feel like all those finance jobs are you know that's what I feel like. That's all I know about them. Like my girlfriend's an accountant, but I'm just like I don't know what she does over there. Something about numbers. And... Something moving numbers or I don't know shredding documents. I don't know what she does. I have no <laughs> idea. But stealing money. Um, <clears throat> where, where is he from? Right. Compton. I mean, no, I mean, he like, lives in Louisiana. Louisiana. That's right. Yeah, he lives in uh, New Orleans. Okay. Cool. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, Gray is in New Orleans right now. What's he doing there? I'm just being an alcoholic, basically. I believe. Ah, cool. That's not cool. Don't don't do not reward that behavior. I've spent the past shit. How long have we been friends? Nineteen, seventeen years almost, trying to stop him from becoming what he's beca- he's become. So it's not working. Apparently, I'm not very good at it. You're not trying hard enough. Well, it's easier when you're a kid of an alcoholic. You can guilt them when you're just a best friend. It doesn't work the same way. True. Every time I record a podcast at night, these cats like will fucking try and tear down the door. And I'm like, why? You don't <laughs> like you me, one of them. On you hear that? I don't know if you can hear it, but he's like trilling his voice right now. No. We went to the vet, Casey and I, yesterday to get their, their annual shots. And, you know, you take it, the cats with you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay, good otherwise it's just i'm getting shots for no reason yeah. and so we went and we took them to get their shots and you talk to the vet if you have any questions or concerns you can ask them that shit and uh so uh you know we got to the end casey didn't mention this but i was like is there like anything else i was like well casey feels that uh 
Sebastian's a little vocal, like unnecessarily, like she, she worries about it. She's concerned and uh, like he's doing right now and he's going to get punched. And uh, she, the, the vet was like, yeah, they just do that for attention. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I just needed someone to fucking tell her that because every time they make a noise, she feels like they have to eat. And I'm like, that's no, like they just know that if you do, if they make that noise, you will get up and feed them. And it's like, well, you won't. I'm like, yes, I know. That's why when you're never here, like when you're not here, like when you're at work and I come home first, they don't fuck with that shit with me. They don't play that game. They don't make noises. But as soon as you come home, they start fucking meowing because they know you'll go there and feed them because you feel bad for them. But I was like, I do not feel bad for them. I do not care. They eat just fine. And uh, the vet was like, yeah, just you can't reward, reward that behavior. You've got to feed them at certain times and stick with it and that's it doesn't matter how much they meow and eventually they will quit doing it i'm like yeah i fucking said all this <laughs> you just don't have oh, i'm glad we spent 200 dollars fucking talking about it today that was great mm-hmm. so um that was just funny and then she's like you tattle on me i'm like well you weren't gonna say anything and i needed you to know that this is normal cat behavior and they're just playing you for the fool that you are when it comes to cats so boom woman bam bam oh i guess i should have been recording this whole time my bad Oh, don't do that. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> and then, and then the last episode of uh, that I did with the the back to the lobby, uh, it did we did lose connection about I think 15 minutes in, maybe somewhere in that range for like mm-hmm. a minute. It was, you know, it always happens. Like it was like yeah. when you and I tried to record using Google Hangouts. I think it was problematic a little bit. That was stupid. Yeah, we'll just stick we to did, Skype. Didn't we do that back when uh, Tangerman was doing their live show? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when we tried to do that Because that's how they were using When are you going to do a live show? I'm doing one right now It's just people here <laughs> No, it's not days. live <laughs> It's live for us <laughs> It's all that matters Pre-recorded live Yeah Shit, what was I going to ask you? There was something The vet, nope, that's not it I don't know, but I'm going to go into something else. Since the last right. time you and I sat down and did this, I feel like, well, we've talked about it now in the bunny hole, but I've acquired quite a bit of new equipment. Uh, one yes, being the, the audio interface, the EIE, the Akai EIE uh, audio interface expander. I've got some Behringer. I'm going to kill that cat. I've got some Behringer monitors that I got for when I'm recording stuff. I bought a new bass guitar. I got a new microphone. Not that I'm not using it. It's just for when people, you know, if someone comes over and I want to, I don't want them touching my shit. Is basically what it is. So I got a yeah, microphone. Sneeze for on it. your own microphone. Uh, I think that's all. I, all I've gotten since we last spoke was the bass, the audio expander, and the uh, mic and the speakers. So, tell and, me about them. What kind what, of bass guitar is it? It's a it's a Squire by Fender. Uh, it's a it's kind of like the Mercury by Ford. Uh, it's a it's a Squire by Fender uh, precision bass. Cool. So it's not like Mark's bass. Mark bass Mark's bass from Blink One Eight Two is a uh, it's, uh, maybe a P bass or a J. I think it's a jazz bass. So, but it's only got one pickup. This one has two um, pickups on it. So, which is the coincidentally the first guitar I own that has more than one pickup, <laughs> and it's a bass. <laughs> but there's no selector switch. It just has two tone knobs and a volume knob. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So it just plays both of them at the same time? Yeah. Oh. Not sure how I feel about it yet. I mean, because I, I play with the, the tone knobs quite a bit to find the right sound, and I haven't found it. Um, but it's pretty. It's not bad. It was like $194 after taxes and everything, and I had a gift card for 50 so I paid 144 for it. And, uh, you know, it's not. I wanted to get a Fender, as I told you, but that was the one I was looking at. It was like $600. So, I mean, when it's 140 yeah, or really $600. Bad, right? No, it's not bad, base. but... But that's like a car. That's that's a car payment and a half for me. Yeah, so it's, yeah, exactly. When you when you think about things in those terms, it's it's not something I could justify. And I didn't have six hundred dollars to spend anyway. I didn't even have six hundred dollars. Um, so I uh, I bought that and I've been playing with it, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm pretty. I'm, I'm a lot happier with with it than I thought I'd be. When I played it at Guitar Center, I was surprised at how at how more than halfway decent it sounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. What kind of microphone did you get for your guests? It is a Behringer. I don't know. I think it's... Let me see if I can look right here. It's a Behringer for sure. I'm just... I'm not sure what the fucking part number is, but it's a... It's just a standard mic. Uh, I think it's a cardioid mic. Oh, fuck dynamic? Yeah, I just told you it was a fucking cardioid mic. Don't let me come over there and fucking punch you. 
It's a uh, condensers can be cardio. Yeah, it's an Ultra Voice XM eighty five hundred dynamic cardio car, uh, cardioid vocal microphone. Cool. Yes, it's it's basically it's a handheld microphone. You just hold your, hold your shit. I had I had purchased a last year. I got a uh, what was it? it was a pile. Do not ever buy anything with the name pile on it. By the way, it is a pile <laughs> of shit. <laughs> It was like twenty bucks. This one wasn't much more. It may have been twenty bucks as well. Maybe it's forty. I don't know, but uh, it it seems to be pretty good. I've I've tested it and I like it a lot better. And nice. uh, the the monitors are really nice. You can because you know I was playing through speakers before, but like just stereo speakers, and they're just it's not the same. And this is no, kind of designed not. for this. It's not like a pro or any like the pros monitors, but it's it's better than regular speakers. So it it serves that purpose. And also it gives me. It means I can. I don't have to keep disconnecting and, and reconnecting uh the the record player and the and the audio interface you know i can have them separately connected to their own speakers and it's that's nice so i got that that's been a lot of fun i've been playing with that i run my my guitar into our bass or guitar into the amp and the amp into the expander and the expander into the computer and through the monitors so i can get and you can you can do when you're on the expander you can choose to have just what's going what's going into the expander and what's going into like what effects are being uh, made by the computer as well coming out of that so you can choose if you want like a 50 50 mix or all one or the other or 70 30 or whatever you want you can choose which way you want to hear it nice which is very helpful you know yeah so uh absolutely it's pretty cool i've uh i've turned this little thing into a little studio sort of like actually not yeah. just saying it it's all i mean the only thing it's lacking is soundproof you know soundproofing and that's it really right so pretty exciting it's expensive too yeah i'm not gonna I do mean, that it can be if you for the square footage you need and everything but right yeah i'm not actually gonna do it i'm i mean i've got the little uh what do we call them the the thing that we both i think you bought one too it's the uh it's sound oh, the isolation shield. yes the isolation shield that that'll do for singing and that's all i need for and i honestly don't do a lot of singing anyway so it's mm-hmm. it's more than sufficient the reason i don't do singing is because there's no amount of i i mean i don't think i could i could probably sound better than tom but not by much <laughs> it was weird i was listening to that thing i sent you i was watching listening to it while i was watching and he went on and started talking about fucking books so i stopped giving a shit but there was a, a time when he talked about Island and he was talking about also, I think that's a stupid name. You should change it um, <laughs> or put a fucking D at the end of it. So it, it sounds more like Island instead of whatever, dude, I, I, I didn't name him, but the, he was talking about how Island had said that he started realizing th- like that Tom uses these different, like he, he, when he explains stuff, he doesn't, he, he didn't really understand what he, how he was explaining like certain sounds, you know, he's like, like Pink Floyd with this, he's like, he meant a certain thing and it wasn't what he was like literally saying, but he found I thought he was going to say, he, he pointed out that I mispronounced words because there was that video where he did that. Right. And that's what I was hoping he was going to say, but he didn't say that. No, he went on not. to some stupid shit. But, you know, uh, I think it's, why would he talk about his own failings as a vocalist? I, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I would, I do, you know, I'm not in a band or anything or successful but i I don't know i feel like i'd always always want to be honest with myself you know yeah because other people you know other people are going to do it too so why not why not take their thunder true like kevin smith does he's always making fun of himself you know so you can't like you can't oh he's a fat director yeah he says that too you you can't Mm -hmm. it's not gonna do it's not you're gonna have to be a little more crafty and come up with something better Tom doesn't seem very self-deprecating though, does he? I mean, there are times when he, he talks does about when he's like on like on stage and stuff. But yeah, yeah, when he's like doing interviews, he acts like he's fucking changing the world with his shit. And I'm sure he's changing some people's worlds, but just as a whole, he's not. No, he's not changing the world. Mm-mm. Just individual worlds, probably. Namely yours. It's Namely just, mine. Yeah. It's always changing. No probably it is mine. You know, I. Uh, it it's it's funny that when i talk to people about my guitars you know they're basically i have two electric guitars and they're both tom DeLong guitars and they're both basically the same type of guitar one's just a semi-hollow arch body and the other one's a, a solid body mm-hmm. and uh they do have they're different sounding guitars i still prefer the fender like right. 11 out of seven times because it's just my it's my favorite guitar mm-hmm. and uh, but you know they 
I, I often think about if I ever bought a new guitar, it would basically, it would just be like the same. Like, I don't want any more pickups. I just, I just don't need it. I don't care. I mean, it might be fun right, to yeah. have, like if I had, if I had won that lottery, sure. Then I'd buy guitars just because I could, but I, but if it, if it's buying guitars that I want because I, like I'm on a limited budget or I, I just, I would still get the, sh- the same shit I have. I might buy one Fender Stratocaster. Like there's one they make with two single coil pickups and a humbucker. Uh, I think it's called an HSS. I would get that one just because, but I don't, you know, I don't really know. I don't care for them. I don't, I don't, I've got, I get the sounds I want out of this guitar and even the, the Epiphone and the amplifier, which is still just basic overdrive with a lot of gain and that's it. So that's all you need really. Yeah. But I feel like you get a lot of weird sounds out of a lot of like a lot of bands. Be, I don't like a lot of effects. They're fun to play with. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. but I just don't think most songs benefit from effects for the most part for me a flanger is one of them i think that does you can always add some because it's it can be so subtle um and that's about it flanger overdrive and, and clean that's the only things i need on, on, an, on an amp i agree <clears throat> mm-hmm. i'm a. I think at some point i'll probably get the i i, I kind of feel like i'd like to get the the gibson version of my guitar Oh, I thought you were going to say you have Tom's. I was like, well, you better be prepared to spend $2,000. No, fuck that. I already have his pickup. That's all I really need. But, I mean, I I, I think just for having the... I don't know. Like, I've played Gibson versions of the Epiphone guitars that I have, and I don't really notice the difference. But, I mean, at the same time, maybe I just haven't... I don't know. My, My G400 I've had for, what, 14 years now? Don't ask me. I don't know, but sure. How long has it been since we've been in high school? Uh, I started Always. high school in 1999. Yeah, me too. So, 17 years, uh, yeah, almost. So. Sophomore year, 16? No. If it was since you're 16, I've been playing guitar since I was 16. So I've been playing for let's see, 20, no, 16, 26 to 13 years. 13. Going years, on 14 so. years. About 12 years ago, yeah. And it still sounds amazing. I mean, I don't play it as much, obviously, because this one has the pickup that I prefer, but um, I never really felt compelled to get the Gibson version of that guitar. Uh-huh. But the... I don't know. In, in the studio I played for recording my song, I've used two different guitars to record the the rhythm and the the lead part for the the rhythm i used a i used i actually used a fender strat that supposedly is from like the 1960s which was pretty cool the vintage guitar and then uh for the the lead i used the gibson les paul something or other i didn't see the maker model well i obviously saw the make but i didn't see what specific model it was it was just gibson les paul that weighed 900 pounds that's the one thing I never liked about Les Pauls. Uh, they're yeah, just they're too really fucking heavy. Fucking the the Epiphone Les Pauls are a little lighter, uh, I find. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you look at mine versus that one. They look, I mean, they don't look identical, but in terms of size, they look almost the same. But that one I use in the studio is yeah, they're fucking heavy. More heavy. I don't know how people play with them. They're just too heavy for me. Yeah. Um, the Strat is like twelve pounds, and I think the other one's fourteen, or mm-hmm. vice versa. They're not very heavy, but. I don't, I've never, I mean, I, the Gibson Les Paul is, is an iconic guitar and, and it looks beautiful, but, and it sounds great, but it's just, it's too expensive and it's too heavy. The same yeah. goes for Fender guitars. They're very expensive too. I mean, you can get a, like a halfway decent Strat's like about 700 bucks. Right. And, uh, I mean, you can get them a little cheaper, but, uh, it's, they're just, it's a lot of money. And, and a lot of cases, the, the difference is, is just where it's made. Like almost literally, it's like the material's basically the same in most cases. It's just where it's made. So, I mean, if, if I'm going to pay something, you know, yeah, I would love to have a Gibson guitar because of the name, but it's so much more money than an Epiphone, which is made like, like my Epiphone's made in Indonesia. Uh, my Strat's made in Mexico, and they're significantly cheaper because of that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, now if I'm getting a custom guitar that I'm paying to have made to my specs, of course I want it made here. Um, but... Like there's a, a Fender has a custom shot, I believe in Memphis, and uh, you. But that shit gets, I mean, insanely expensive. I mean, like two, three grand to get you cut your guitar how you want it. You know, mm-hmm. so because they're they're hand building it and things like that. It's not a mass produced guitar like the ones you know we most of us buy. Uh, but Gibson, I feel like between the the difference between Gibson and 
and Epiphone, I feel like it's not very much. I mean, there, there's, there's obviously some difference, but I doubt it's, I doubt it's, you know, very, very noticeable when it comes to what we're doing now, maybe, but I mean, I've seen a lot of bands that on tour that do play Epiphones and, and do play Squire. So like, I mean, I've seen Blink play Squire and, and Green Day, they give away the Squires and they play them before they gave them away on stage and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they sound fine. It's, you, you know, it, it, if you can make Tom sound good on the live album, there's no question you can do it with anything else. <laughs> it's very true. But I've always liked, I've always liked the way Les Paul looked, but it's just too, I don't know why it's gotta be so heavy. I just, if I ever bought one, I'd have to have like a, like a, just a hollow body. There's just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It must be the, the wood that it's made out of or something. It's just, it's a solid chunk of hundreds of pounds of fucking weight. It feels like. Yeah. But, I mean, the sound on it, the one that I used, was incredible. I mean, I, I don't know. It, I, I can't say it sounded any better or worse than mine, mm-hmm. but it sounded good. Both guitars actually did, and when I get to the point when I can actually share as much of the song that I've recorded, I'll definitely do so, at least with you, so you can hear it. Yeah. What is your uh, your your mentor, what does he say about your song? Has he had any input about it? or? He actually really likes it. Um, he says. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him not not my last class, but the one before. I asked him about his background a little bit, oddly enough that I hadn't done before. But he uh, he said when he started really getting into music, he joined a band that did just basically did like pop punk covers. So they played basically everything that we listened to, right? Uh, namely Blink, like you know anything that I Joe's favorite. Eighty two. He he really knows exactly what I'm talking about and. I even told you that at one point when we were testing testing the decibel levels of a of the room we were in, he just put on the music video for feeling this and cranked up the volume when we were turning up the or re- using the decibel meter reader, and he just like you know adjusted the volume on the music video and would show me how the device was working. Yeah. Um, and then when we're uh, miking up for an acoustic guitar performance, he uh, he's like, "Hey, you got a guitar pick on you?" And I have this. Uh, I, I guess necklace kind of thing that I wear that um, is a guitar pick holder so I can hold a couple picks in it for whenever I need them and I said yeah here you go and he and I keep the novelty angels and airwaves picks in there and he's like oh is that angels and airwaves I'm like yes it is yeah I still haven't told him about the fact that the book that I use to write down my notes for the sessions has Tom's signature in it, but you know, I'll get to that. Yeah. I'm sure. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, he, he used to, you know, run around with a band that would just do pop punk covers all the time. And so he's very familiar with the genre, which helps because in the last session we recorded the, like I've told you the, the bass track for my song and we're we're sitting there like fucking with the settings on the the amp and everything he's like trying to get that perfect like freddy sound for that that pop punk bass guitars usually have and we're, we're really not able to find it as accurately as, as we want because it's basically because of the the bass guitar itself wasn't the right style you know the right sound from the guitar what kind itself. of bass is it i that's the thing i don't remember well, I guess I it wasn't a Fender or a Gibson. You would have known those, huh? Yeah, those are the only two I care about. Um, I think it was a, a PRS guitar, a PRS bass. Old, old Paul Reed Smith. Yeah. Those are nice guitars. It, I mean, it was nice. It had a great sound to it, but it, you know, it just didn't have the... the didn't have the cheapness of, of pop-punk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what we ended up doing is we, we got it as accurately and, and as, uh, as close as we could to the sound we were looking for recorded the track and then in post we added some some low levels and some mid levels to it on uh one of the plugins that you can do on pro tools and and gave it that that feel that it wanted and what was really cool is that you know you listen to it just exactly as we recorded it and it sounds like the bass guitar was trying to compete with the uh with the other two guitars in the song i mean it, it sounded like they're actually like battling back and forth but when we added the we we dropped the the low level a little bit and dropped the mid just a hair and then what it ended up doing is it actually rather than competing as i said before it actually complemented the other guitars perfectly and and it just created this this perfectly smooth sound that 
that uh, as he put it it's like the based off the frequencies that you can get from electric guitars it's like you know the human ears are capable of picking up all these obviously all these different frequencies and electric guitars can hit a, any one of those on left and right you know it doesn't matter which way it's panned but for some reason the the biology of human hearing bass guitars like things to be perfectly smooth down the middle uh-huh so based off that like and, and the way that we adjusted the levels on it and everything we we just like achieved this perfect happy medium for the sound of the bass guitar that just complemented the rest of the song and i was like it was a really weird moment i i, I posted on facebook about it a little bit but actually like listening to something that i created with with implementing something on this level was really surreal in a way it was like like holy shit this is something coming to life that it's not just like a, a random thing that we're working on it's something that i created and i'm like this is really strange mm-hmm. and like you know my back was turned to him because he had he has me sitting in the main chair doing the the work on pro tools and everything and adjusting telling me what to do and and I'm, I'm looking over at the monitors listening to the song and like i'm just like smiling like a big fucking retard because i'm just so excited for the fact that this is my creation but i'm like it's even better than i could have ever imagined which is really weird but at the same time it's it's really fucking cool to be able to finally hear come to life something that i've had playing in my head for so long you know oh yeah yeah for yeah. sure that's i've known i was gonna say going back to the bass that's a problem I've, I've been having with with mine is that i feel like the bass is definitely like in competition with with the guitar no matter how loud the guitar is and how low the bass is like it's just like it's always i i want it to be where it's like there, kind of like the score of guardians of the galaxy like it's there when it needs to be but not when it doesn't and that's <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna have to try what you just said and see if that works um i think i'm even gonna do uh i'm gonna play an acoustic guitar just ever so slightly in the background of over a lot of the chords and see if that adds like a like a third dimension to the the song because there's a lot of songs where you'll, you you won't necessarily know that that's there but if you listen enough times you'll hear songs and you'll notice that there is an acoustic guitar playing the same stuff in the background and it really does add a different level to the guitar when you have like a an electric guitar playing with an overdrive channel and then you have a just a clean acoustic guitar playing but just just ever so slightly where it's like like enough to be heard but not to be overwhelming and uh, i think it adds like another level so i think i'm going to try that and see if that's that's too much or or if it's just right i think that might be pretty useful is that for uh for you said that is for you said that's a, okay i'm still trying to get that one worked out i wanted to get a lot of singing done this weekend but it, it's not happening because i can't do that until i like that's the last thing that i'll do because <laughs> that's just nothing I, there's nothing i can do about the singing. like i can't change yeah. really much about my singing. it's just that's what it is so i deal with that but the other stuff i can tweak and, and fuck with until i'm happy and uh so I want to get all that, but I've been doing a lot of podcasting, so it's it's been it's been a busy weekend for me. At least you've been productive, yeah. Yeah, so far I've still got a lot a long way to go. I got a lot of stuff to do tomorrow <laughs> uh, because I think with work about to pick up, I'm gonna have a I'm not gonna have a lot of time to do it. So, um, but yeah, it's it's gotta be a cool feeling, man. I'm I'm definitely envious. I wish I could, you know. Uh, we're both in school for you know similarly different things um and i <laughs> yeah. wish i i could do that too but i wish you could too i feel like the both of us in the studio would be fucking pretty, magic. yeah it'd be pretty awesome man it would it would be a lot of fun to uh be able to do that you know uh like i like when rex and i play together i mean we don't do anything special it's just playing just jamming but it's a lot of fun jamming with somebody especially like rex who knows what the fuck he's doing and, mm-hmm. and knows how to play guitar and uh and bass and i mean he's one of those people you give him anything in a few t- enough time he'll figure it out and uh it's it's a lot of fun so i could i couldn't i couldn't imagine you know just you and i just hanging out doing that because i'm sure it'd be a lot of fun just yeah. in the same regard you know uh i think you and i are more on on par with skill level than rex and i rex is really good i think uh not to say you're not good or anything i'm just saying rex is, <laughs> rex is really good he's been he's he's he's, he's made music like what right, you're doing yeah. now he's done this for a long time like he's right, made exactly. music his, his life and he hasn't gone to school for it like you're going now but he's spent time in the studio and stuff i mean he released his, his ep uh, a couple months ago no return mm-hmm. and uh he did that all himself i mean that was very little input from anybody else which if is any. highly commendable that's that's and incredible he made all the all the beat he makes his own beats uh he made all the beats and all the scents and 
and guitars and vocals, everything. I mean, he, he did it all. Whenever we had our New Year's Eve party, he was here. And we had music playing in the background, and I just kind of suddenly switched it over to ZP without saying anything. And I feel like it made him a little uncomfortable, as I would be if someone did that to me. But, I, you know, <laughs> it was good music, and I, and everybody liked it. So, um, Which, if you haven't checked it out, I know you have, but anybody listening, please check out Rex Hudson, No Return on iTunes or Google Play mm-hmm. uh, or Bandcamp. It's, uh, Absolutely do it. It's not my style of music, but it's still good music, and it's enjoyable. Um, and... Uh, it's also on Apple Music as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, That's we were, before you and I started recording this episode, we, uh, Apple released, I guess on Wednesday, this this app called uh, Memo Music or Music Memo, whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually a really cool app. It's very simple, but it's extremely useful, as you discovered right before Holy doing shit, this. Holy shit, yeah. Like, you can basically set it to auto and start singing or playing, and it will start recording once it realizes something is going on. It'll... It'll record everything you've done, and then you can go back and literally tap two buttons and have a, ba- a company, an accompanying bass and drum track that is made based on your own rhythms, and and you can go and tweak the notes uh, for the for the bass to play and things like that. And it's it's not GarageBand, and it's not meant to be. It's literally meant to be an a, a memo app for when you have an idea and you don't have time to go into a studio or go into your house and record. If you just happen to have your guitar on your phone, you can literally make a song and. 30 minutes or less if you know if you already know everything then much much less but if you're just going from beginning to end you can make a song the fact and, that you can uh, detect the tempo like that is unreal to me that that's what blew my mind about that is it it's like it, it could figure out the, the time in which i was playing the song and then appropriate a drum track and a bass track along with it i'm just like what the fuck i didn't even it like if i set the tempo beforehand that would make sense but the fact that it can just listen to it on its own and in real time just like oh well you need this yeah when i sent you the uh, when i learned how to play always on bass i that drone that i sent i think you sent it to you twice i sent one to your email also it probably said did you get the one in your email by any chance i don't think i did okay well there's a little part at the end that says love always it's because it's my fucking signature and i usually only send emails to casey through that email so don't be confused by it (laughs) Well, just, I wouldn't be surprised. Just this time if you, it was true, but I'm just saying. I, I noticed that when I was looking at the when I was going back to listen to it. But I sent you one through the email that has a, a, a drum track, and I. That's why I guess it's. it's yeah, now I see why you're so surprised by it. But I didn't. I did the same thing you just did. I just pressed the drum track, and it made a slow drum track to the always, uh, bass line that I was playing, uh, and it was, it was just really cool because it's like you don't have to worry about playing on time. You just play at your own rhythm and it'll figure out what, whatever tempo it's at and add the appropriate drums. And you can even go in and, you know, not fully customize the drums, but you can, you can play with them a bit, make them more complex or, or very simple or very loud or very soft or however you want to do it. And it's a, it's a, it's a very stripped down version of garage band and intentionally. And, uh, they just kind of threw it out there for free. You know, they just made it. And I mean, garage band is free with new iOS devices, but it wasn't, if you didn't have it, like I paid for the original garage band I had, it was like four ninety nine. It's not a big deal, but I'm just saying it's only free on the, when you buy a new, a new iOS device, but, um, it's, it's really cool. And, you know, with my Mac, I get garage band, which as you and I were discussing is, is like pro tools or, or, uh, logic pro, but it's, it's just, it's stripped down intentionally but all that stuff is still under the hood that you want to do, you know, for the most part. And it's really right. cool because I just bought the computer and it came with it and it's, it's a full recording suite. I mean, you can do vocals. It's got, it's got the auto drummer. You can do instruments. I mean, there's a, it's all kinds of things you can do narration. I mean, just whatever you want to do, you can do with it. And, uh, it, it all works really well with all the other iOS. Um, I think they call them iLife suite, like uh, iMovie and things like that. You can do, all kinds of stuff and it's just you know for all the shit that apple gets it's it's pretty amazing stuff that they make when it comes to the software and uh you know i was i was reticent to get a a mac a long time ago but now i mean i pretty much appled the fuck out with everything i have i got the watch (laughs) the phone the ipad the all i all thing i don't have is a macbook pro but casey has one so and i'll be right behind you here i already have a laptop so i don't really need another one uh, just because it has Apple on it, but uh, it's just it's good stuff, man. I really like it, and and that that memo app is just exceptional considering how it's very limited, but not in the way that I mean that. Like it's just not there's not much there, but there's so much. It has so much to offer, mm-hmm. and uh, it's 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 such a great app, and I can't wait to see what now that you know what it really does, what what more it's you're gonna be able to do with it. 
you know, like when you're when you're in, in Washington and maybe you can't really do the whole recording thing, you could do that in your room pretty easily, you know, and or in your, you know, I don't know, it might be hard to play a guitar in your car, but you could, <laughs> I mean, you could go to the park, you could go anywhere where it's quiet and yeah, you could do that. In the backyard. And uh, that's kind of cool. The shed. And then you can, you know, if you get an idea that's almost fully formulated, you go, at least you have it saved and you can take it back to your studio when you're in class and you and your mentor can be like, hey, look at what I was working on five minutes ago before I started, before class started or whatever the fuck, you know, and mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of cool. It's a really cool to, little app. I really, I'm kind of glad they made it. And it's really cool to have the option to, to hear it with a, I guess you could even say a three piece band in yeah. total. Yeah. I mean, when you play, if you play, especially if you already play the guitar, I think it's designed for like singer songwriters that already have a guitar, generally speaking, you know, but maybe they don't like us, you know, up until now I didn't have a bass. So like, and, you know, when you don't have a bass and definitely don't have a drum kit, I mean, Sure, it's not a full band, but I mean, it'll it'll get enough, it'll suffice to get the idea across. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But anyway, what was I gonna say? There was something. Again. Was there? Wait, wait. Oh yes, I'm I'm so close to coming up on you with the the whole acquiring Apple products. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Thanks to your school, you're gonna get you a, a Mac, a Mac Mini thanks to work thanks to work yeah you get you got a new little promotion there i did that that's that awesome officially been announced yet but my bad you can delete <laughs> it thunder stealer um no it's fine i yeah for those that haven't heard i officially have been made full-time for my job with a significant pay increase which is pretty surprising to be honest because i when I applied for the job, I said, yeah, I'll take a couple bucks more than I'm making right now because the guy that I was replacing had been there for three years. He had all sorts of certification and education that backed up his credentials and everything. And I'm like, I have nowhere near that. Right. So I don't think I should earn the same level that he makes. But when my boss pulled me into his office, um, not last week, but the week before, he was like, He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take this to my boss and say, look, we need to fill this position, and this guy is doing a great job already working that that spot, so let's just give it to him. And he's like, so if you want it, it's yours. And I said, well, no fucking shit, dude. I want it. Um, And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to start you at what the previous guy was making. And I'm like, <laughs> I had... <laughs> I played dumb. I'm like, what is that? Because I, I asked the guy before what he was making, just ballpark, you know. And, and he's like, I'm not supposed to tell you, but it's this. And, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. So when he told me, yeah, I'm going to offer you what he was making before, I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah. And he's telling me about, like, all the, the, the perks and benefits of being an employee there. And he's like, you know, we get annual raises and bonuses but you're probably not going to get any of those because you know the after the first of the year and they're all based off last year i'm like no that's fine i just got like a a five to six dollar raise i'm i'm pretty good yeah that's pretty cool man perfectly fine with that and yeah it's it's insane because i i sat and thought about it even before he he offered it to me i i thought about the fact that this is i suppose technically my fourth job i've ever had you know, being that I worked in a you know hospital cafeteria before and the parks job, and then I even worked at Target at one point. But all of those jobs were part time or seasonal, so I I never received any form of benefits. The the hospital one, I worked there for so long that I was eventually just put into a four hundred one k plan. So I I have a retirement option building up, or that that had built up in my time there. Mm-hmm granted i don't know how much good that's going to do me if we don't get it when we're older but that's a conversation for another time but other than that i've never had you know medical uh benefits through my workplace i've never had you know um options for uh other retirement plans or you know so like anything that that full normal full-time people get is as perks and i'm like and they're thinking holy shit this is my first real job that i've ever actually had where i'm I'm expected to be there five days a week yeah that's awesome you know, for, man for an entire year and i'm it, it's it's pretty cool because the job itself is is very i don't want to say demanding but 
I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool because like what I was doing before was like the same task, just one task for eight hours where I just sit there and do something and I'd sit and wait for it to get done. But with this one, it's like, I have, you could even say uh, flip it a little bit. I have eight tasks to do in like one hour. You know, it's like, I have so many things that have to be done. I, I'm never going to reach a point where I don't have work to do, mm-hmm. which is actually really comforting for my brain to realize that I'm always going to have something to do. That's awesome, man. And it's it's very, very nice to know that I'm always going to be busy. And it helps time go by quicker and makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. So, Absolutely. And with the uh, with the 401k, if you don't know, I'm just, you may already know, with one you have with the other company, whenever, whenever this one starts up, you can call them and they'll transfer the money to this one. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, yeah. And your 401k should still that. be there regardless. It's not social, mm-hmm. social security home skillet. That yeah. may not be there when we get old, but your 401k, unless they invest poorly, should be fine. Oh, good. I didn't know if those were like in unison with each other or not. Mm, not as far as I, not as far as I know, they're they're separate. Like the 401k is like your own, you know, your own thing that you need to do. But the Social mm-hmm. Security is something you have to pay into anyway. Fucking Obama, right? Yeah. I like saying that shit. I say it at work all the time. People will say something like just something innocuous, like, "Oh, we don't have," fu-, you know, "I ran out of fucking." whatever the fuck i'm like fucking obama and they're like right and i'm like no it's not <laughs> no, even it's close not right. <laughs> like as much as you'd like to blame him for everything he's only responsible for a select few things and that's not one of them so uh, that's okay donald <laughs> trump's gonna be president and he'll fix everything so it's gonna exactly, be great yeah. super we'll, fucking we'll excited be all right. about that we'll be all right with reality tv at the head of our nation my brother was telling me my stepdad was talking to him about politics my brother's never really been a political kid and i don't imagine he ever will be uh I, i'm definitely politically minded and have opinions out the ass about it but mm-hmm. uh he's never really been but my stepdad he was like yeah he was talking to him about it he was like you know i don't i don't really know for me my brother this is my brother talking he's like i don't know it's kind of like a lesser two evils thing you know who's who to vote for and shit like that and he's like well you know whoever you vote for just make sure it's donald trump and i'm like see that's the one thing i'll never tell you john is not to vote for anybody i won't tell you to vote for anybody i'll be like I think Donald Trump is the worst choice you can make, but I mean, I want you to just be informed as you can and make your own choice and vote for whoever you really think is the best person, whether it is Trump or not. I don't, it doesn't matter. That's right. the cool thing about that. I think it's very important that you vote and that's your right, but you should exercise it to the fullest extent and make sure you know what you're doing. Whether no matter what you decide, it doesn't matter if I agree with you. I was like, I disagree with Donald Trump. I don't think he should be president. And he's like, who do you who do you like, Bernie Sanders? I was like, I do like Bernie Sanders. I don't think he's going to win, but I do like Bernie Sanders. Um. But I was like, regardless, I was like, I will never, I will never tell anybody who to vote for or who not to vote for. I'm like, that's your choice. And I hate when people do that, you know, like yeah. a lot of people vote. Here's where I feel like I'm different. Uh, I do have to go after this, but I, here's, here's where I feel like I'm different when it comes to voting. I honestly try to vote for what I really think is best for like the collective, not just myself, but you have a lot of people. Uh, I think my stepdad's one of them and, and a uh, guy I know. He was not anymore, but he was in an industry that, you know, fracking was a part of it. And when it came, we were talking about politics, he's like, well, I'm just going to vote for whoever's not against fracking. But he, he's really a Democrat. And I'm like, well, then you're not going to vote for any Democrat. I can tell you that because they're all against fracking for the most part, because it's pretty shitty. Yeah. Like for the environment, it's pretty awful. And from from the research I've seen, uh, it's pretty awful. And uh, I'm just like, it's so weird. Like even when Obama got elected, you know, there was talks of the space program when he was running for office, you know, the second time and maybe even the first time. I've cutting funds to space program. My aunt was employed by the space program. I still, I still won't change. You know, I still I voted for Barack Obama twice, and I wouldn't change that for anything, no matter who got laid off from it. If if it was me, like if he was like, we're gonna. That's the cool thing about being an electrician is like, you you, you still need electricity. How you get it is questionable, but you, you still need it. So like you know, but even if somehow it was like, look, if you vote for Bernie Sanders, he's gonna kill all the fucking industrial jobs. I'd still do it because if I thought he was the best choice for the for the collective not just myself mm-hmm. but i find so many people seem to vote for how it benefits them and i think it's so weird because not one of those politicians gives a baker's fuck about most of the people that vote you know most of their constituents especially republicans it seems like they really don't care about poor anybody no and a lot of poor people that seem uneducated i guess i don't know but they seem to vote for republicans and i just don't understand it because they they of all the people republicans seem to give less of a fuck about poor people so I just find it strange, but, um, I just, I think it's, I think anybody, any, anybody, anytime anyone tells anyone who to vote for, it's, it's, it's almost offensive to me. It's like, no dude, don't, 
you can definitely discuss things and have your opinions, but don't ever tell anybody who to vote for. Just yeah. if you you know if you want to ask who they're voting for and tell them who you're voting for, that's absolutely mm. fine. There's no problem with that. But don't don't try and tell people to vote for shit. I mean, let them make their own decision. That's that's what the way it should be. Hey, this is how I feel about Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. If you agree, that's great. If not, that's fine. But I'm just giving you the information I, I have and I feel to be true. But you need to make your own decision based on, on your own conclusions. And it just seems, I don't know. It doesn't matter who wins. It's not going to change much because if you get a Republican president, you'll have a Democratic House and it'll be just like it is now with Barack Obama. You have a <laughs> yeah. you have two people that cancel each other out. So it's like, great, we've got nothing. Yeah, it's funny. In, in, in the vein of... Uh telling people who to vote for and whatnot. I remember at one of my old jobs, somebody asked me, hey, you know, it was during the, I believe it was during when uh, Barack Obama's first uh, campaign. campaign. Yeah, campaigning for presidency. Um, someone's like, hey, who are you going to vote for? And I'm like, I, I don't vote. I don't, I don't do that. And they're like, oh, well, you should. It's your patriotic duty to vote. And I'm like, isn't it my patriotic duty to make up my own mind? Yeah, you should tell them. What I want to. <laughs> you should have told them that's not a reason to vote. It's not. It's your civic duty, first of all. But it's. It's. I mean, it's a weird thing, you know. For me, when I, I used to think if you didn't vote, um, and I'm still iffy on it, but I didn't. Used to, I used to feel like if you didn't vote, you really couldn't complain because you didn't participate. But sometimes right. not voting is make is voting in the in mm. the you know in the same way. It's 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 still. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. I think everybody should vote. But if you honestly feel like there's not a person out there that represents you, then then you shouldn't vote. I mean that. That's that's you voting because there isn't somebody that you feel you know is out there looking out for you, then you shouldn't vote for somebody just because they're the lesser of two evils necessarily. Yeah, you know it's 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 a weird thing, but no, that's a, it's so weird to people. Like you should vote. Well, I don't want to. Okay, for me that's then don't vote. <laughs> you know, like I don't. You know, if you don't have an opinion about something, then you definitely don't need to be voting. You know, like Congress. If you don't mm-hmm. know what the fucking bill says, then you shouldn't be voting on it. Yes or no. If you can't tell me what's in that those fucking 9,000 pages that a bunch of lawyers and attorneys wrote, then you definitely don't need to be voting on it since it usually doesn't affect you anyway. For example, health insurance. <laughs> yeah. They have their own health insurance. Their jobs are secure. They have nothing to worry about. But yeah, let's let them fucking vote on everything for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, no Makes shit. Makes a shit ton of sense. <clears throat> when, uh, when, when was Bush going up against John Kerry? Uh, that was his second term. Was that 2003 or four? I believe so. Yeah, I, I believe that's when it was that, uh, again, the situation arose where... So this was a funny story that... Uh, I'll keep it short because I know you have to go, but uh, my, my girlfriend in high school, I had to actually interview with her parents to date her because she was a couple years younger than me and they didn't want her dating some 18-year-old that thought they were only going to use her for sex and everything like that. So I had to actually go and talk to them and... and have a conversation with them and so they could see what kind of a person I was. I'd have been out right there like, fuck it, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> well, you know, at the time. I didn't I'm obviously it. here to fuck your daughter and this is going to get in the way. <laughs> Maybe if her mom joined in, but um, no, so I, I went and talked to them and they're like, how do you feel about our current president? And I'm like, eh, you know, he's there sitting in the office doing things and and they're like, how do you feel about his competition? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's He's there campaigning against him, and they're like, oh, he's the lesser of two evils, Bush is. And, like, oh, you know, we support a president that sits there and prays to God in the middle of his speeches or some bullshit. Like, I don't even remember exactly what it was. I was just tuning it out because I'm just agreeing with what they're saying because obviously I had ulterior motives. Ulterior motive, exactly. And, And so, I don't know, it just reminded me of that, that it's they weren't so much telling me who who to vote for but they were like like clearly that was a deciding factor about mm-hmm. whether or not i was good people and that uh, i vote communist <laughs> is that yeah. a problem yeah <laughs> uh my dad recently we were at his house he it's always becomes political even when i try not to make it political he was like you know they're trying to take in god we trust off the dollar bill how do you feel about that and i'm like fucking take it off erase that shit get rid of it now and yeah. he's and he's like you know, but this country is founded on religion I'm like religion has been nothing but fucking trouble lately i don't know if you've noticed seriously the news. i was like more importantly I, I was like first of all honestly i don't really care like i'm not it doesn't bother me that in god we trust is only dollar bill just because i think there are way bigger issues to worry about than some fucking words on paper it's it's the red cup of the currency 
Really? As long as it spins, I don't give a shit what you put on that dollar bill. It could be dicks for all I care. As long yeah. as it spins the same, I really don't care because it's not an important issue to me. How, having said that, if my opinion is, though, yeah, let's take it the fuck off. It has no business being there, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't get offended by it or anything. I'm just like, take it off. And he's just going on about, well, if you don't have religion, how do you have morals? And I'm like, I don't know. I have <laughs> plenty of morals. <laughs> Without you know, he's like, yeah, but you had religion. I'm like, yeah, and I got rid of it, and I'm still still have the same. Mm-hmm. Like I still think you should be nice to people and treat everyone with respect and treat people more or less how you want to be treated. And I didn't need God to get me there. I mean, and if Clearly I ever have children, you have to hail Satan, basically. And if I have children, you know, they're not going to be brought up the way that we were brought up. It's not going to happen. If they choose to, you know, find religion, I'm not going to stop them, but I'm not going to shove it down their fucking throat by the same token either. It's just, if that's what they want, fine. But I'm not going to tell them there's an invisible man in the sky that fucking is going to put them in hell for playing with themselves. That's fucking silly. Right. I had a I had a weird instance that, that kind of floats along the same lines of, you know, obviously the house that I stay at in Washington has a bunch of kids in it, and they still believe a lot of the same fantasies that we did at that age, well, at least I did of in particular christmas you know with santa claus and everything so the the kids all go to their respective alternate parents houses for for uh the days after christmas and then um they come back and one of them's talking to me she's a 10 year old girl she's like so i heard something from my mom that kind of upset me i'm like what is it she's like well she told me that santa's not real like i know that the truth what the truth is behind that and I'm like, well, that's interesting. Why would she say that? And she's like, because she just felt the need to tell me that the presents came from her and not from Santa. I'm like, well, okay, I can see her reasoning for that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't want to say, well, she's right. You're you're obviously stupid for believing this. So I asked her, well, what do you believe? You know, what what is it that 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 you believe to be the truth and she said well you know i still kind of believe that it might be true i'm like well then go with that i mean if it's fuck go with god my child (laughs) i'm like screw what everyone else says just if it's what you feel to be true then just go with it yeah i mean if people i wish more people believe in santa than than god i'd be less bothered by that one that i I, you know that's a lot of that's just fun but, you yeah, know, I'm, exactly. I'm like, you know, I was telling Casey, you know, like, should we ever have kids? You know, because, you know, she thinks I just want to fucking shit on everybody's parade that believes in God. And it's not the case. I have no problem people believing in God. I don't think it's a problem at all. I'm fine with it. I know a lot of great people that are Christian and all kinds of faiths. It's just when they start pushing on everybody that I have a problem. But I was I was just like, you know, if we had kids, like, I'm not going to, like, tell them Santa's bullshit. I mean, at some point I will, <laughs> but I'm, I'm still going to let them. I, I When I was a kid, that was one of my favorite things, believing in Santa. I'm not going to take mm-hmm. that away from my kid. My kid's going to believe it, you know, until I feel like, you know, or until they figure it out on their own or until I'm like, hey, you're 23, dude. Santa's not fucking real. You need to get with that <laughs> shit. I was paying for all those those things, you know, but there's, I wouldn't do that yeah. to my kids, you know. So it's there's a time and place, I think, for all that stuff. But and, and again, I really don't have a problem with God or religion or anything like that. It's just how it's affected everybody and how it seems to have more of a right than people, which is strange to me. Uh, that I that's when I begin to have a problem with God and religion is when God says women can't have abortions and I'm like when did God start paying taxes to make these decisions <laughs> that's my question to all this first of all uh, yeah no shit and my dad was also I really have to go after this when my dad was going on he was like talking about, he's like what do you think about Rush Limbaugh I was like you don't want to know what I think about Rush Limbaugh but shortly <laughs> I think he's a fucking douchebag and he's like well he was talking to this guy you know about gay marriage and he was like did you think think it was okay in your 20s and the guy was like no and he's like your 30s no 40s no 50s no 60s yeah he's like what changed because all of a sudden your kids think it's okay it's okay he's like what do you think about it i was like honestly i don't give a bigger's fuck what two people do anywhere it's none of my fucking business what they do and i don't care right i don't care i have i have bigger issues than what two people are doing and i wouldn't want anybody worrying about what the fuck i'm doing either it's stupid and he's like well that's a good point and then we got distracted and he kind of we never finished it but i mean it's just so weird that people are so against things that I like that don't affect them. Like yeah, Louis like, C.K. said, you know, there was somebody like, what do I tell my kid when they see two two guys making out? Like, what do I tell him? He's like, I don't know. It's your shitty fucking kid. You figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, do you think gay people are really sitting there thinking about, oh, that's gross that those that man that man and that woman are sitting there fucking each other? It's like, no. It's like racism. It's it's like it's racism is a learned behavior. Like you know, you don't grow up like when you're a kid. You don't just hate black people when you're white for no like. You, it doesn't usually happen. Like it's it's something that you're taught. 
Mm, that's very it, true. It's not like a natural reaction, you know. You don't just go fuck black people. Like you're taught that by somebody that that because they're black or they're different different than you that they're that they're wrong or they you know <laughs> they, they're less than you. And that's not. It's just not true. And it's like my mom. I used to have this uh, this kid in my class when I was in like I don't know, first grade or something like that. My, I I would be talking about this kid to my mom. She's like, "Oh, you mean that black kid over there?" And I'm like, "What does that mean?" It's just a kid. Yeah, why is he gotta be a black kid? I mean, <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. I mean, that is a description. Thanks for teaching yeah, me sure, racism, that is, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks for racism. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mom, Obama. Uh, Anyway, I do hate to cut it short. This is shorter than the last two episodes we did, but I do need to get going. But thanks Absolutely, for letting me yeah. do this again. It was a lot of fun. And thanks I enjoyed for coming it. on the show, boss. Anytime, uh, employee. <laughs> Pay me, would you? If I get paid, you'll get paid. Okay, until All that right, day, cool. nobody gets paid. But um, <laughs> thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Please don't Absolutely. forget to check out the new uh, podcast, Back to the Lobby, with myself and Ron at uh, lobby.blogpods.com. Just Zach Tufer. Down the Bunny Hole, Pod Blocked, Roundabout Podcast, Bearded Ones Podcast, Driving with Joe, Delayed Effect. You already listened to that. I didn't feel like I need to say it, but just in case, check that guy. out. What a guy. And uh, yeah, I'm Zach, so have, have, a, have a weekend or whatever you guys do. <laughs> oh, that that's the thing. I came up with an in, uh, an intro, an outro that was like, uh, uh, fuck, what was it? It was something along the lines of, uh, I don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out or some, some bullshit like that, but. In any case, that's what it is. So if you can't, if you can't do the math on that, I I can't help you. Yeah, exactly. So either way, we'll figure it out. Blood pods like this at bloodpods.com. <laughs>